Hey family, this is James Taylor, lead pastor of the Heavenly Vision Church, where it is our vision to reach, save, strengthen, and mature. I'm glad you could tune in to this podcast today. I pray that the word will be a blessing to you and help you move towards God's will. Well, Bishop uh, gave me the opportunity to stand today, and um, we're going to continue in the Back to Church series. Real short and sweet, so... I want you to hear it, grab it, put it in your pocket. Hello to everyone that I may not have had the chance to hug and embrace this morning. Love you, family. This is a topical type of message sharing. Is that all right? Can I do it how I do it? Okay. I'm not going to sit on the floor because that's how I do it, but I'm not going to do all the way how I do it. I'm going to stand up a little bit. Um, this installment of Back to Church is simply called the direction of the church. And this is a multi-purpose message and encouragement to our bishop, um, his birthday weekend. Um, But it's also more so, it is a message to us. Throughout this month, we've been um, able to talk about the church, coming back to church, not the building, but coming back to the community, coming back to the body of Christ, and all of the different beautiful meanings that that holds. We, we talked about the aromatics of the church. Anybody remember that message? You got to, Bishop was up here making perfume and everything and mixing all the oils. Y'all remember the bottom note, right? The heart note, the top note. Did you find your note? Some of us maybe, maybe not. Okay. You know, sniff it out a little bit, you know. Did you, did you remember that sometimes when people are getting close enough to you and they're smelling around that it's okay? They're trying to figure out what note you are in their life. It's okay to do that, right? Then, then we went on and talked about, uh, what was it, the diversity of the church and how there are so many different people within the church that make up the church. We need those who will give to the church to make sure the church has. We need those who will stand and protect and guard the people of God. We need those who will go out and study beyond and begin to live it so that they can teach it. We need all types of people as part of the body of Christ. So you don't have to feel alienated like you don't belong because there is a place for you. You are needed. Amen? And then we went into the, what is it, dynamics of the church last week. One of the things Bishop was talking about, he talked about how Peter was able to walk through and even the shadow would begin to heal. Do we remember this message? Y'all tracking with me just a little bit? And we were talking about that even yesterday, and we were talking about how our proper position with God, with the sun, magnifies, like we become a magnifying glass to those around us. So that when we are in proper position with God, we magnify the power of God to those around us the dynamics of the church. This is you. This is us. This is who we are. Our lives should be lived in such a way that we magnify the power of God everywhere that we are. And this is why I said this this installment is a bit of a hard truth that we can only hear while we're in the presence of God. And so we lift up praise and we We don't have to beg God to come because he said he will inhabit the praises of his people. So in short, 
the direction of the church as we survey through the scripture from Genesis tracking on all the way through the New Testament is how God seems to draw in, develop, and disperse. The direction of the church, the body of Christ, the people of God has always from scripture been to gather them together, develop them there, and disperse them. We find in Genesis, the first covenant, where Abraham, who is then Abram, is called to leave everything that he knows with his wife, some of his servants, and he said, you know what, come on, Lot, come go with me. And they go to a place that the Lord will show them, not even positive exactly where that was. They set out on this journey with God. Watch this. He gathered them together. They're journeying together. They get to a certain place, and then it becomes time for them to disperse. Noah. Huh. Listen, this earth is pretty shabby. Y'all doing so much here. Come here, Noah. Grab your sons and their wives. Get some animals. We're going to go on the ark. He gathered them. There were systems developed on that ark. Then around Genesis 9, he says, the sons of Noah got off the ark and they scattered. Not a bad thing. They went forth, they scattered, and they increased and multiplied. Same thing he told Adam to do. Y'all with me? The people of, of Israel, they found themselves in Egypt. God raised up a deliverer called Moses. He said, y'all working, y'all doing all this stuff, but I'm going to gather you to myself, and I'm going to teach you something. See, when they were in bondage, they just did what the Egyptians told them to do. Some of them kept the law going because that's how they were able to even hear Moses. But most of them were a little detached from their roots. So he said, come here, let me bring you together. And before I let you out of Egypt, I'm going to teach you about myself. He said, so listen, follow these instructions to the T. Because the death angel is coming and is going to smash some things up. I need you to be covered. He taught them how to trust him even before they left Israel together, Egypt together. Y'all following me? They leave and still together they journey. After many signs and wonders that they get to experience through Moses together. We get all the way with Joshua where Moses has now died and God has commanded Joshua to cross over. He said, as you go, watch this. There's a tribe that will be here. Tribe started asking for land. I want to go here. I want to stay on this side of the Jordan. I want to cross over. I want to go all the way to the mountains. Watch this. This whole group of people who have experienced signs, miracles, wonders together. He now says, now go over there. They fight. They acquire the land. And now you go here, you go here, you go there. Y'all following me? We get over to the New Testament. I don't want to bore y'all. Jesus said, hey, come follow me. Twelve of them agree. 
And with those 12, they came to him. They learned from him. And he said, you know what? Go out two by two. Mark has this account. He said, go two by two. They came back to him and reported. Like, listen, your disciples couldn't even cast out these demons. What are they doing? What are you teaching over there? It's all right. Come walk with me some more. They walk. They build up to 72. Luke has this account to where he said, okay, first it was 12 that went out two by two. Now I'm going to send out 70 to 72 to go out two by two. And let's see what happens now. They keep walking with Jesus. Now, we don't know what this multitude looks like. We don't even know the exact number of disciples. But there was a following. Jesus dies and is risen again. He comes back and meets with his disciples. And he says, guess what? I'm going to go. But I need y'all to go too. Now, I need you. Matthew 28, right? 28, 19. Go into all of the world. Teaching what I have taught you, remember that I am with you. The direction of the church, as mirrored by Christ, as we see example through the Old Testament, is for God to draw his people together, develop them, teach them about him, and disperse them. The word disperse simply means to spread or distribute from a fixed or constant source. I will, I'm going to read it. To spread or distribute from a fixed or constant source. Celebrating my husband, I put on Instagram him mixing the oils when he was preparing for the aromatic sermon. And I said, this is a great depiction of what God has been doing in your life and how there has been testing. You smell the paper. I watched him just smell everything. He was, and God, okay, well, okay, maybe, maybe not this, maybe not this place or maybe not this organization, maybe not this, maybe not this covering. Okay, well, okay. And then a heart note came in and a top note came in. And then me, myself, I'm an eyewitness. I've experienced some darkness that kind of encapsulated him. And then we were taught here that you got to keep the oil in the dark. But watch this. Every day you got to what? Shake it. So we've been experiencing some good shaking. Anybody experience some shaking? Watch this. This is not a message just for him. If you feel this in your own life, because if you're connected to him in any type of way, you've experienced some darkness or you're headed into it, and you've experienced some shaking or something getting ready to rumble, wherever you may find yourself in this particular sermon, it's not just for him. There's some shaking happening. And what has been in, brought in together, to marry, to develop, is now getting ready to be dispersed. I love all the new faces I see, so don't get scared when I say this. Y'all, we have been here for a while. There is a distribution that's getting ready to happen. It's congruent with his word. Did I walk through enough examples? Did I give a little? 
No, it was enough. Do I need some more? He gathers us to this place. Don't get scared. To develop us, to teach us about him, to show us who we are in him so that we can go and reflect his image in the world. Need some more. Okay. Paul describes the church, back to church, right? Paul describes the church as a body, the body of Christ. He tells us in Colossians that we are to grow into maturity into Christ who is our head. So if he brings us in to disperse us out, watch this, as a body, God looks within to see what's going on internally. So then he can step out from glory and come and change the world. Do we get that? So now each one of us, y'all feel me, have been called to go in. He's gathered us in this place, but now we have been called to go in. Do some inner work. So that when he gets ready to disperse us, we'll reflect him. Even Jesus had to go in. Y'all feeling me? Am I? You've been studying a little while, Ronnie. Am I, am I here? In every one of you who are afraid of psychology, I, I feel you, because we can go too far in and become narcissistic. But there is a depth within you that you must journey into in order for you to come out. Deacon Mike was talking on the porch. I said, sir, that's a part of my message right here. You cannot be ready to go unless you allow God to penetrate within you and allow him to be shown in that space that you don't like. So the space you don't like. So that's why all the shaking happens. So that you can break up from this clunk that you are and allow him to shine through. We talked today in C4 about being committed to the connection because there are some places, some confinements that you're in that when God shakes, it allowed to break up the things in you that shouldn't be there. But that enables God to come and to show you who he is and who he's called you to be. No longer running from your emotions of how that made you feel. You got to deal with that. That's the inner work. Y'all feel me? We shout, we dance, we can prophesy, we can preach, we can teach. He's saying, now I need you to make sure that what's in here is ready to go out. So come check that thought. Check that attitude one more time. Come back and check that word that you said. And do you see me anywhere in it? Because when I spray you, I need them to smell and see me. The direction of the church. So you're not crazy when you feel like, man, I'm just a horrible person. You're not horrible, but that's a part of you that you need to say hi to. So you can introduce that you to Jesus. Like, what are we going to do with her? I heard the message and I know what the word said. Watch this. You got to go back to the other message where it said you got to study and apply. Dang, I read it for myself. It actually says that I to love them. As you have loved me. Okay. All right.
Let me get that together. Because watch this. The distribution is going to happen whether you're ready or not. Whether you're ready or not. It's, it's happening. It's happening. God has given us an opportunity here to go through together, to be shaken together. God has given us opportunity here to be developed. But there is coming a time where you're going to get that call that says you have to move. Hear me. There is going to come and it's not far from now where you are going to have to leave everything that you've known and prove God where he sends you. Wow. Wow. Your job, your home, your family. This very church, it's coming. It's coming. Sobriety check, it's all right. God has afforded us a great measure, a great measure. A couple of years ago, we talked about being established, right? We talked about decreasing so that God can increase. There's a purpose for it because now you're going to have to go and represent where he sends you. But don't be afraid because he told the disciples in Matthew 28, 19, 20, he said, lo, I am with you. I'm with you. There are changes that you're making to your life even now because the word of God is becoming even more true than it has been in your life. Don't be afraid. Walk with it. Walk with it. Because what he does for his body, for his people, and what then became his church is that he brings us in, develops us. I'm saying this so it can soak in, so that he can disperse, distribute us into the land. So those of you, and this is even my prayer right now, Father, those of you who are on the brink of life-changing decisions, hear him when he tells you to go. Some of you right now will come across a decision that you could have made over seven years ago. But fear, doubt, hesitation, uncertainty in yourself, insecurities about what you will or will not have stopped you. This time, go. I'm praying for everyone in here that has found themselves sitting on their floor asking God, why do I feel this way? What is going on with me? Asking God, why are you requiring this of me? I'm praying for and lifting up everyone in this place that knows what it is to be comfortable where you are and fight God as he's telling you to move. Watch this. Some of y'all, it's just to move your mouth. Yes. And to say what needs to be said. Yes. And not to stand for the foolishness no more. Some of us, 
is to actually resign that position that takes us away from our time with God. Some of us is to resign that relationship that has not bore fruit since we began. Some of us is to do the inner work of forgiving. For some of us, is to truly embrace that God loves us beyond our faults. Because that love, that reassurance will allow us the courage to go. I spoke it over our C4 class and I'll speak it here. I declare that the mercies of God will be everywhere that you have touched that you now have to leave. Because you're worried about what will happen to them. You're worried what will happen. You're scared about what you're walking into. And what you leave behind. It's okay. To walk away. To follow him. To know him for yourself. Do you hear me? It's okay. No more shackles. No more chains. We're free to follow God as he tells us to go. Your go may not happen tomorrow. It might happen next week. Some of you are right there. You need to loose your feet. So when he says go, you're ready. Loose your feet so that as the shaking is happening, everything that you need to grab from this place is attached to you. He brought you here to develop you. He brought you here to fortify you. He brought you here to get what you need to give when you go. Don't be uneasy. I know I'm stepping on a lot of cultural toes that says you have to be in the same church for 50,000 years before the Lord sends you somewhere. The only progression that you can get is within the church. You're going to be a deacon, then you're going to be a pastor. You got to be a doorkeeper, then you're going to be a deacon, then you're going to be a pastor. The progression comes as we follow Christ. So when we tell you to love on your neighbor, love on them. Watch this because they might get sprayed real soon. When we tell you to come and sit among the teaching it's because it's something that needs to be shaken from you and attached to you because you might get sprayed real soon. Y'all receive this for yourself? Watch this. I need you to receive it from him. For him. This is a different type of altar call. You feel it, you're going to stand where you are. A call that God has brought us together for the purpose of developing us, shaking us free, and attaching his goodness to us so that when he sends us, we'll give where he tells us to go. This is going to mess with some of your minds because y'all going to really get it come Tuesday, Wednesday, be like, wait, what she just say? Because it's going to challenge the comfort of what you believe family and church to be. 
Now you're going to have to be church intentionally. Because just because you don't see me in this place doesn't mean we're not together. Because when he sprays us, we represent him together. If you receive that word for yourself and you receive it also for your bishop, I thank God for the opportunity just to speak to you. And to speak on behalf and to continue in this series. C4 class, we said commit, right? I committed to the sermon series. It brought me this way. I could have went off and he said, just do, you know, say what God has to say. But I connected to and committed to what was being said in this house. And for every one of you who received it for yourself, I pray you receive it for a man who has held himself back because of worries of what will be if he answered what God told him to do. Because of the concern that maybe, maybe it's not time yet. Maybe I didn't do enough. Maybe my mistakes are too great. And so I'm leaving them behind. Relationships. Systems. That he has grown into. That he sees God shaking him out of. If you receive the word for you, I pray that you receive it for him. That as you begin to embrace the fact that God brings us together. For the goal of sending us out. Every word that has been spoken over you. I declare be manifest. With only the burden of obedience to God. The word of the Lord has come to you in many forms, many voices saying one thing. And I declare freedom to follow God. I declare it over you. I declare it over this house. Freedom to follow God. voice of the Lord. He will agree with our spirit because he will spray and it will be intentional. But may this word be seed to the hearers. And may we prepare our hearts and our hands to do. So Father, we receive your word as a word into our lives. That your direction for us is to go in. We'll no longer be ashamed or scared of what you are showing us about ourselves. For you are coming to free us. We receive your word. That our eyes may see. Our ears may hear. And our hearts shall perceive what you are doing right now in our lives. We release all worries. All anxieties concerning your will and we will participate with you and allow you to do what it is that is pleasing so God we stand unified we stand concentrated in this place saying ready us for the spray 
ready us. We declare it to be done. Even now. Family, this is the time where we would extend the call. And so the call was extended for those of you who have been wrestling with some of these things internally about the differences that you feel and see in yourselves and the things that you have to work on interpersonally. Know that that is God leading you, shaking you, developing you, readying you. And so that was our call today. Is that all right? That's all right? I love y'all. I don't want to rush too fast into the announcements, but as we follow him, you don't have to fear, for his love is with you to accomplish his goodwill. Woo! Y'all exhale with me. Woo! Were you blessed by the message you just heard? If so, please leave a review so others can glean from the lessons you learned. And if you would like to help us continue ministry, feel free to give at hvcla.com. We love you, family.